Hey, hey, everybody, Kevin here with Pursuing Pixels, and welcome back to another edition of Save It for the Cast. And as always, we're going to get to the uh, chit-chat and whatnot with uh, John Randall and I in just a few minutes here after I rattle off uh, some of the games that I've been playing and enjoying lately. And uh, yeah, John Randall and I get into some various chit-chat. This is a slightly different, I think I've done one other episode like this in the past where it's like some shorter, like five to ten minute segments from our you know, off the air uh, segments like we usually do for the save it for the cast, but it's not like one continuous conversation. It's like more like, yeah, a bunch of like probably a handful of different chunks. But yeah, we get into all sorts of stuff from just like information overload on the Internet to uh, uh, cats and dogs, cats, I guess, in particular, just like ripping up your furniture in your apartment men um, or house or whatever. And uh, all sorts of goodness on the uh, chit chat front. So and we get into video games and stuff, too, as as per usual, but, uh, and a little bit of behind the scenes stuff too, even with just like technical issues setting up and, uh, whatnot. But yeah, we'll get to that, uh, chit chat in just a few minutes here. Uh, but like I said, at the top, I did want to give a shout out to some of the games that I've been playing and enjoying lately. And some of the games that I've been, uh, digging into as of late are from the, uh, sock pop super bundle. I feel like I say this every time I mention our Patreon on the podcast, but I try not to talk about it nonstop because we make sure like and this is never going to change but we don't we're never going to do any ads on the podcast or do anything like gated off where it's like oh patreon only episodes or anything like that it's more like hey if we can reach these milestones we'll be able to do more of this stuff on the video front or game recommendations or whatever so anything that we're able to do more of everyone will be able to enjoy but I just kind of hate how, or I shouldn't say hate, but on a lot of the podcasts that I listen to and stuff, when it's like a, a lot of shows, like almost like devolve into like just talking about the bonus stuff all the time and whatnot and promoting that. And like, I, I just don't want to be doing that all the time, even though that's obviously inevitably what I'm kind of doing right now. But to keep it short and sweet on that end, uh, our first monthly milestone was uh, once we hit that, we were going to sign up for to spread the love. We were going to sign up for the uh, Sock Pop uh, Patreon, which they release. I know I talk about Punk Cake all the time, uh, Punk Cake Delicio, that is. And obviously, I think I've talked, or not I think, I know I've talked about uh, some of the games from Sock Pop Collective in the past, and I'm actually going to be talking about their most recent game, uh, Tile Tale, and they have another one in the works, probably multiple games in the works, because again, like Punk Cake, they release a game every month. They've been doing it for a lot longer, like almost like three or four years now, I think. Um, so they have I, in this uh, not only alongside signing up for their uh, Patreon, which is only three bucks a month and you get their newest game plus a game from their back catalog, even at that lowest tier. And they have some higher tiers beyond that. But anyways, I ended up also picking up uh, like with that monthly milestone. I was like, OK, I'm also going to buy the Sock Pop Super Bundle, which is uh, every now and then they put it on sale. But for like full price, it's 200 bucks for all 96 of the games that they've released so far. And uh, yeah, I've been digging into some of those. And like I said, I'm going to talk about uh, Tile Tale, their most recent one at the time of recording this uh, on an episode in a few weeks that we've already recorded. I've been uh, we've been kind of stockpiling a few episodes and video recordings and stuff. I'm uh, getting ready to move back to Michigan to uh, cut down on expenses and to just be closer to family and stuff in the uh, coming months. Uh, so at the end, of, yeah, and basically in like a month and a half from now, I'm going to be uh back home in Michigan. So we've been stockpiling. So anyways, I'll be talking about Tile Tale in a few weeks on the uh, podcast, not to get uh, too uh, behind the scenes and too sidetracked. But the game that they released right before that is called Gardener. And I really like and I think I might have mentioned this when I talked about Tile Tale, but I really like how all three of these games now kind of feel somewhat similar to Stacklands, which is a game of theirs that I've uh, mentioned on the podcast and not similar in a way where it's like, oh, it feels like the same game, but it feels like they're they're all like very nature themed and like have like a kind of core 
like overarching progression that you uh, progress through, I guess, that like feels very like, I don't know it. it otherwise, they all three of these games are like kind of like kind of quick pick up and play arcadey roguelike turn based ish sort of things. I guess they're not all turn based. Uh, uh, for example, the game here, Gardener, that I've been playing uh, as of late. And again, that's their second newest one as of right now. But it's like a top down and the art style is just amazing. It's like this hand drawn, like just super clean um really sharp and really colorful game and essentially you're on this really small single screen grid that's like really zoomed in kind of top down perspective and it's essentially a tower defense game where you play as like this little garden gnome and then you're able it's all played with a mouse again and you know how I love these cursor only games and you're basically like grabbing all the like the UI for the shop is right in the top right corner and you pick which type of seed you want to plant and those seeds will either be like a a worker helper or a fighter or like a fighter slash worker that's like not particularly good at either one of those things but is you know somewhat more universal in the sense that you can obviously use them and you know when there's an enemy wave coming or when you're just trying to set up a shop and that's one of the things that I've really been enjoying about this game is like I've probably played like 10 runs or so I actually did a stream uh, checking it out some more uh, right before uh, recording this And uh, yeah, I'm really enjoying just kind of like learning the ropes and realizing, okay, what's the best approach? Like at first I was thinking like, oh, I got to really get these like worker slash helper uh, potatoes right off the bat. There's like five different types of uh, units you can have, at least at the start. Um, And I'm like, yeah, I got to have these like multifaceted units so I can do two things at once, like help while the enemies aren't coming, like pick the weeds and water the plants. You have like maybe five or six. Yeah, it's basically you can like rest to recover health or you can uh, attack Uh, pick weeds water the seeds or you can even build like your main house is what you're trying to protect if either the house or your like main gnome character die it's a game over but yeah you're basically just trying to get through all four seasons and I think and just like Stacklands and I don't think Tiletale plays like this but like a lot of their games use like a moon cycle to represent like the course of like a day or in this case I guess like almost like a month because you're playing through like four moon cycles then you get to a boss and then you move from spring to summer and uh, I got to the boss in spring in the like final run that I did and uh, I had to leave it there because I was like okay this is kicking my ass and uh, yeah I I still got to figure out like exactly where to uh, like what strategy to start off with from the top I'm still kind of figuring out like what the best approach is but yeah you can build like fences like either a vertical or a horizontal wall to like kind of reroute enemies you can get like a ranged corn on the cob uh minion uh like fighter ranged attack it's i I was thinking it was gonna be like a bow and arrow but they're just like spitting out little corn kernels and it's pretty cool they actually like run away like they almost like kite the enemies away from the not necessarily always away from the house but they'll kind of like i was thinking like oh i'm gonna have to like manage their positioning all the time but they kind of like take a pot shot and then take a few steps away and they'll take some damage here and there you do have to watch them out of the corner of your eye and it's really cool yeah you can grab the seeds and like Then even after you like it'll cost two coins to buy uh, most of the helpers, I guess one coin for like the regular helper and then two for the fighters or like the potato versatile helper and then five coins for the corn on the cob helper. But then you can sell those back for the full price that you paid for them, but you can spend coins to expand the grid. And that's kind of where like some of the mechanics of tile tail come into play. And it's just so cool how like all these games feel like. I don't even know if they're intended to be, but they really feel like this like trio of games feel like a very like cohesive, like trifecta trilogy of games or something. Again, I don't think there's any real relation, although maybe there is some kind of like sock pop uh, extended universe. But again, I just wanted to say thanks again to uh, 
all the Patreon supporters because it's been just already such a blast just diving into like two or three of these games so far and there's over 90 more to to dig into. I guess I've played like a handful before, so I guess like 88 or 89 more to dig into, but man, I can't wait. And there's a game coming every month uh, from this point in. So uh, yeah, I'm just really excited and uh, happy to spread the love over uh, to them as well because I've been kind of like I've been a subscriber to the uh, punk cake patreon for so long and it's been like oh, i got i really should it's only three bucks extra i really should just sign up for this sock pop one so that was like I, i'll make that the first of the uh monthly milestones but yeah i've been really really enjoying uh gardener and tile tale and really everything from them so far i've booted up a couple others just briefly to big like, what's this one all about and does it run on my computer okay and it's like okay yeah this is pretty cool white lavender looks like a really like mysterious, just like 3D adventure. I'm, I'm so excited to dig into these games. So yeah, thanks again. And uh, I guess while I'm, you know, mentioning Punk Cake briefly, uh, I just checked out uh, the demo after actually on that stream, uh, after playing some Gardener, I just briefly checked out the demo for uh, their newest game called Moon Pong. And uh, Remy, uh, who we've actually had on the podcast before, is the uh, lead designer on this one. They kind of trade back and forth in their team of two they're a team of three but uh pentadrangle does all the music and whatnot well uh remy and benjamin uh seem to kind of swap back and forth or at least they don't necessarily go back and forth but they trade off on like who's the lead designer on uh any individual game but yeah moon pong is seems to be mostly remy here and if you've played any of remy's previous like pico 8 games it really feels reminiscent in terms of like the trippy kaleidoscope visuals and stuff and i kept kind of uh, every once in a while, Remy was posting online like, hey, I'm still trying to think of a title for this game. And I was like, you got to call it Kaleidoscope or Kaleidoscope, like with, uh, you know, Collide hyphen, uh, hyphen scoop or whatever. I'm just, you know, me and my stupid puns and I guess alliteration and puns is really what I'm <laughs> what I'm all about. But uh, yeah, Moon Pong is a great name as well. I, I guess I didn't. I think uh, Remy might have mentioned it in their uh, discord, but I don't think I remembered that like you're actually like playing with like the pong ball itself is actually the moon and it's like a three-dimensional pong game where like the arena is like basically everything inside the circle is uh like the play field and like gravity is like the ball or the moon is like being pulled towards the orbital ring and then you're uh if you're playing with a gamepad you can play with a mouse as well but i was playing with a gamepad and like basically whatever direction you're pointing the joystick in will be like almost like a clock arm but like if you're pointing it directly up at 12 o'clock then the moon paddle will be right up at 12 o'clock if you're pointing it at six o'clock it'll be right down at the bottom uh so it's just really cool in that regard it takes a little getting used to but like you really need to whip the paddle around really quickly especially when there's a bunch of enemies like it really feels very like pinball-esque where like the ball is like ricocheting off a bunch of enemies or they might even trigger an attack like a spin mode and like launch the ball or the moon for that matter like even further in one direction or harder in one direction you really gotta like be able to quickly and reflexively like just whip that moon all the way to the other side and do like a quick 180 uh so yeah the, i feel like there's almost no other way or i guess yeah I, I played just one quick run just to see how it felt with the mouse but i was like oh, i'm always i'm always a gamepad fan although again i am a big fan of games that you can play uh especially the games that are a little more casual uh in terms of being not so actiony but even their previous game ecstatic was purely played with the mouse and at first i was like oh man i want to i want that gamepad control and i was just like once i got the hang of it i was like oh, i don't think you could really do this game any other way like it's just designed so thoughtfully around that uh control scheme where uh moon pong here is definitely designed in a way where you can 
play whichever way you prefer. It's, I saw some people in the Discord right away with the demo, and the demo just has the first two levels, and it's kind of like an arcade roguelike progression. It seems to be uh, somewhat inspired, or take some elements at least, from uh, Risk of Rain, the way you can like stack uh, buffs like multiple times and just keep upgrading like how hard your uh, pong like slap is because you can almost like charge it up and then when you release it you like kind of like slingshot and like you basically want to like hold that down at all times because it actually almost expands the play field a little bit because your paddle moves a little further back and it actually like yeah extends like that orbital ring that the play field is in but yeah you really got to be watching because that, that you know if the ball or the moon takes like a violent ricochet off any one enemy or any one obstacle and there's even boss battles at the end of each wave i really like how it's like laid out and it seems like again there's like level one level two is like a winter stage so it's like and then you clear the boss and move on to the next one and i cleared the no i love the boss is like a mouth and a nose they're just like kind of crazy usual uh crazy remy uh flavored pixel art it's awesome stuff you know there's going to be a giant nose in any game uh made by remy and yeah it's even got a little bit of a flavor of uh one of their previous games uh damocles gaze which is another punk cake game as well uh but yeah i'm just kind of rambling and gushing at this point but i'm it's just another game that is incredibly eye-catching uh moon pong that is all their games for that matter but Moon Pong is just stunning to look at. It's a little bit distracting, but it does have like a ton of accessibility set, uh, settings to mess around with. I didn't really play around with them too much, but there's a bunch of both for the difficulty side of things, but also for the visual side of things with that like kaleidoscope 3D, almost like tie dye uh, aesthetic that's going on in the background. But it's just so cool. There's an awesome CRT filter, which I'm not usually or I shouldn't say usually, but I'm not always a huge fan of. It can just be kind of like. I don't know, it can just look kind of messy sometimes, but this is just like soft and kind of smooths everything out and looks really clean and nice. I think it's very similar to the one that they used for Shotgun King, which also looked amazing. Uh, again, in their Discord, Remy was saying like, oh yeah, I'm going to get a lot of mileage out of this one. Uh, you know, it was just some slight tweaks here and there. So yeah, I'm, I'm just a huge fan of Punk Cake and I'm really happy to now be digging into the Sock Pop stuff. It's just awesome to see these studios cranking out a game every month. Um... Or, you know, sometimes there's a slight delay, like right now it's, you know, halfway through August and the July game is still coming down the pipeline for uh, Sock Pop. And I think this uh, Moon Pong is technically the July game for uh, Punk Cake as well. But it's like for three or four bucks to support either of them, uh, respectively, it's like that's like uh, a month that is at least at the lowest tier. It's like that's like next to nothing to get a game. And in Sock Pop's case, a game from another game from their, you know, uh, previous game from their catalog like getting two games uh, if you don't plunk down and get that massive bundle right off the bat and if you haven't played a ton of their games like it's just like an absolute bargain like even the games that I haven't been the hugest fan of I've just been like okay I'm you know I'm not even mad it's <laughs> three bucks or four bucks I'm happy uh, to just support what these folks are doing so yeah, I am. Uh, I'm all about it. I'm I'm just living it up, playing a bunch of awesome games. And there's there's a ton of other games that I could mention, but I'm going to leave it there because I'm rambling and uh, this could turn into a full blown uh, gush fest quickly. And I feel like I hear some noise and rumbling outside and whatnot. So, yeah, I'm going to leave it there and uh, toss it over to uh, Randall, John and I for some uh, various chit chat and whatnot. And uh, we will uh, catch you next week. And until then, uh, take care. Charlie, I I don't know. Um, uh, Probably 10 or 11 at this point.
Okay. <laughs> He's a rescue. So getting there, so. a little, little bit older, yeah. Yeah, so hard to tell. No clue. Mm-hmm. Nice. We got a... Every morning, Regis will... Like, when I get up and I start making coffee, like, and then log into work, like, Regis will just sit, like, by the bed and cry until I get back into bed <laughs> so that she can lie in between me and Lauren, like... <laughs> <laughs> and and then once I do that, then she doesn't care if I leave again. That's but she hilarious. just <laughs> like she needs her moment to be toasted between two bodies. Yes, I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, everything needs to be on her terms. What a cat! <laughs> I miss having a cat. We'll probably have another cat eventually when I can work up the the strong enough feelings to know that all my furniture is going to get ripped up again. Ooh, it's yeah. so brutal. <laughs> but I love like, cats. I, I do. I love cats. I, I like them too. Like I, oh. I wouldn't say I like them more than dogs, but they're easier than dogs. Yeah. So it's like a lot easier to be like, if, if you're going to make the commitment, especially if I'm like living alone as I am currently, it's like, okay, if I were to get a pet, a cat would be, Oh yeah. What to get unless I get like a fish or something, but no, get a cat. No, thanks. Get a cat. Cats get a fish. Great. But that, yeah, you can play games but, and they'll just sleep on you, and it's perfect. It is. It's yeah. nice. Yeah, they'll cat loaf on you, and that's oh. that's. I, I miss that. Yeah, but they do just destroy, <laughs> destroy <laughs> furniture. Not every cat. I have been to some houses with where people who have cats, and I'm like, how how do you have normal furniture here? I had a velvet couch, uh-huh. and somehow. That was the most resistant piece of furniture I've ever had huh. to like Regis. Like, like yes, like if I looked close, like maybe velvet is the ro- suede. Did he? Did he? Did she get a claw snagged in there? Like, has did that happen? No. And it just oh. some kind of traumatic experience. No, yeah. she like she went at it. Like, uh, yeah. like she was still sharpening her claws, and I think you could see it, but like. It was some weird fabric. Like yeah. I feel like suede is the closest. I could see that being on a chair. Like I sort of know what you mean. Like it's that fabric where, like, when you brush your hand over it in one direction, it like gets darker. Yeah, and but it, like, like gets lighter when you go the other direction. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it doesn't look like there's a difference in the fr- like fabric at all. Like it seems like one uniform. Like <sighs> I don't even know. Like how to it's describe. almost like it's like so microfiber, right? not even fiber right it was so I, I sort of know what you mean it's like a cloth almost yeah like close to i mean leather ish leather ish okay maybe i mean not. isn't maybe isn't that what suede thing. is is like untanned leather that sounds right well you can't get it wet. yeah once you said it i was like i guess yeah. it is kind of yeah that's good to know that that might that might play a factor to be honest especially like downstairs like oh we'll just get some suede furniture or something yeah, yeah. but again, I don't know. I don't know if that. it was actual suede. It was a it was a couch I got from a friend mm-hmm. from like they didn't even buy it. So like, it was one of those hand me down, hand me down pieces of furniture that I was like, hey, what? I'm not no complaining. Risk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like what you go to town, it's like yeah, mm-hmm. we've got our value out of this and then some. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need to look into getting my like love, not love seat, uh, armchair, which again was also a free piece of furniture that I got from someone, but is I think one of the best like constructed pieces of furniture that I own, yeah. 
but like again it is gone there is barely any fabric left on that from Regis like just clawing the shit out of it and like I'm I'm like I don't want to get rid of this furniture but I'm like I guess I have to learn how to or like what reupholstering is and like <laughs> yeah uh, but looked, hey if it's a if it's a good piece of furniture i think it's worth getting reupholstered it can be I, it, it is yeah. so I don't, I don't know how much that stuff costs or yeah like that's the thing is like i don't i don't know what it costs to reupholster i don't know what is a good deal in reupholstery and right. like yeah it looks like well, shit Tina's, now like uh, i feel like tina and well maybe lauren would be handy with that stuff too i don't know I, tina did that stuff for a while right or i don't know if she did reupholstery per se but uh not not exactly but i mean it's certainly i would not be out of realm for her to learn and do by any stretch. Yeah, yeah yeah i feel like she's just so handy and mm-hmm. crafty and mm-hmm. then with lauren doing like the you know working with so many different mediums and stuff lauren's mm-hmm. lauren did learn reupholstery but in a fine art context like she has reupholstered two chairs together oh, and then sweet. mount but mounted them to a wall um so okay. i'm like i don't know like uh, she like when i was like hey maybe you could do this she's like are you kidding me i don't know how to make anything usable like i just <laughs> know how to make something yeah. that looks cool <laughs> yeah Maybe I've got this backwards. Let me try this. I like I've just not had the time to to fucks with a lot of this stuff. Let's see if I do this. Let's see if let's delete this one. Delete this record. So not way. to derail everything, um, but the former prime minister of Japan, Shinzo Abe, appears to have been assassinated <laughs> with a shotgun. Whoa! What in Whoa. Japan? Which is bonkers on every level. He was the prime minister for a long time, too. Yeah, he was. And also a shotgun in Japan. Right. Like. Yeah. Yeah, that's some America shit, not Japan shit. What the fuck? Wow. And he was like relatively not like a hated leader, correct? He wasn't beloved. No, he's kind of conservative. But he was—he wasn't like. Yeah. I. I. Woof. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. That's crazy, man. We're the, this shit is this world is going fucking nuts, man. Like gun violence like, is making I mean, its way it's, to other places now. I mean, it's. I. I think. Yeah. All of America's exports. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's for real. always been crazy, and I just think that we now have a constant stream of information and being notified of everything being crazy. Like, it is true, Ooh. and I, I can't remember what podcast it was on, but there was somebody who just made like a, it was just like a comment in passing, but they were just like, you know, our brains like are not evolved to the point where like have not evolved as fast as technology, so like we're we're really not able to really process being like oh hey happy birthday susan oh hey the prime minister of japan just <laughs> yes, yes. With a shotgun. Oh, oh hey like it's literally true. in like fractions of a second you're like boom boom <sighs> oh school shooting oh this oh this oh covid oh shit like it's like it's true you're not meant to be like to process that no, much shit no. at once and we're just doing it all day, every day. You know, it's yeah. crazy. It it really it like it kind of hit home when they said they were just kind of like yeah, just like BSing. And I was like, man, that's some real shit right there. Yeah, fuck. 
I take it back. Pursuingpixels.com now functions. So no. Did you, did you have to change something? Um, I updated a setting, but I don't know whether or not that was just a browser thing on my side or if it if it just decided to play nice. So you know, either way, it's 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 valid. It's good. Nice. Yeah. For whatever it's worth, like I can't say I would type it in that often, but like we have like that card page and I usually use that to just like check like, Oh, did this post or, yeah, you know, I just like use that to navigate to everything. And I feel like I, yeah, the link there is just the pursuing pixels.com and it usually works. And it always so. works. There you go. Yeah. So yeah, I've never had it be like, Oh, this, you know, cause I, I remember that we had that one time before where it was doing like that only if I didn't put the WWW, but right. right. That was which weird. I, yeah. I added that as an option as well. Nice. Do you get limitless options? I think so. So Interesting. far. Interesting. Yeah. Because it's not like buying a second domain and having it rerouted. No, it's just options under that that main domain. Ah, uh, I see, I see. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Because ultimately That's it's weird. pursuingpixels.com. But it's like the actual site behind it is pursuingpixels.podbean.com because that's the feed right, from right. the podcast right. is all all that's happened on there. But at least yeah. for now, I mean, we could redirect it someplace else for what that's worth. Yeah, we could. I, I could either do that or I, I feel like I should just make a couple extra because I think you can make like extra pages on the Podbean site and just mm-hmm. have like just have it basically be like a tab mm-hmm. like, oh, here's the videos and then just have like a. Just a quick, like, I could just, like, put, like, one of the YouTube playlists on there and just, like, for more videos, you, you totally know, go can. here. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll just do something like that. So, like, okay, this is, like, if somebody just goes pursuingpixels.com, they'll at least be able to kind of find everything in one spot mm-hmm. um, or navigate to it. But I could um, direct to that, that card thing that you have in the interim if you'd rather do that. It's honestly... If it looked more legit, like it's kind of like it looks more like a cluttered mess oh, of okay. just links than if it, if it was like, oh, man, this is sweet. And like if I can figure out a way to like, OK, these are like the four links worth having and like this would make the most sense. But right now there's like eight or nine links. It just kind of just looks like a mess. OK, <laughs> right. I mean, it looks nice, but it's like it, it wouldn't be the it wouldn't make it wouldn't be like a huge improvement of like, oh, we have a way better landing page now or something, you know. Right. Um. But yeah, like it, like part of me is like, ah, oh, but it would be like, oh, everybody would then see, oh, shit, we have a ton of stuff. But um, yeah, I think it works fine for now. Yeah. How it, how it is. Yeah. Um, Thanks for doing that, by the way. Yeah. But yeah, what do we want to uh, chat here? We got Mass Builder, Custom Robo, Tropical Freeze, Spelunky, Elden Ring. Um, And then I could mention Mind Scanners if... Yeah, we feel the need or NBA. Um, <laughs> I could almost like what? How, how? Where are you feeling on Mass Builder Custom Robo, John? Where would? Where do you feel like you'd want that around? Wherever it's not going to be a huge discussion, I don't think. Maybe m- opening middle. Yeah, middle would work if you want to do middle? like if you want to do a quick. I could do mind like mind scanners, uh, beginning or I don't know if you want to. Yeah, actually, yeah. Why don't we do that? Why don't I do a just mind scanners? Then I'll throw it because I was thinking I was like, oh, I'll just kind of do like my stream thing. But yeah, why don't I do mind scanners? Then throw it to you. Then throw it back to me to do like Spelunky Tropical Freeze to kind of talk about that stream situation and just kind of how I flipped. But um, 
Spelunky will just be kind of like a way to lead it. I won't go that deep into it. I'll just kind of talk about how I change my opinion on it, then kind of go into Tropical Freeze, talk about the new opinions, and then we'll maybe go into stuff from there and then go to Elden if we still feel like we got a, some meat on the bones. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I, I think I'll talk Mass Builder and then I'll go. Oh, I forgot to. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, sorry. I'll talk Mass Builder and then I'll go into Custom Robo and like that'll kind of prime the discussion of like, you know, I hadn't played this game in. Oh, perfect, who perfect. knows how long? <laughs> so. Yeah, that'll be a perfect mm-hmm. transition. Yeah. Heck yeah. You know what drives me nuts that I do every time? I, every time. And I'm, I mean, it works and it makes sense. But when I say the past tense of syncing up with someone, you I sunk. always say sunk. Yeah. And I, because I, I don't, it's just too clumsy synced. to say sinking or whatever, synced. <laughs> I don't even synced. Is that right? I, I synced think up with synced is correct. I think you're right yeah. too. Because now, but it just it's doesn't S-Y-N-C-E-D. feel right. It's like E D. Yeah, right. I, yeah, I've definitely seen that written down. Yeah, but I just oh, we sunk up and played this. Like it just yeah. feels right. It just feels right to say, even right. though I know it's not right. It just feels right when I say it, dude. I've been, but it feels wrong at the same time. No, I, I know exactly what you're talking about because like I've been listening a lot to uh, game studies study buddies. Um, Ooh. and cause I, I linked to the one, they had one episode on like, uh, gambling and games, but like the, it's just been a really nice podcast Ooh. to listen to. And, but yeah. they, at one point said, uh, they were referencing Don Quixote and mm. then in the exact same sentence said quixotic, which is correct. But like the fuck, like uh, the whiplash Ugh. of hearing Quixote and then Quixotic. I'm like, yeah, I hate, that's, I hate that that's, that's the right good. thing to say. But I hate it because it that's sounds bad. so bad. It sounds very bad. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. Even just the even just the word Quixotic on its own is yeah. kind it's of not not good. Harsh. Ugh. I hate it. I hate it. Hate Quixotic. it. Hate it. Yeah. All right, should we do a clappy here? Yes, Those we are... should do a clappy. Right All right, here. I'm at 2115. Oh, yeah, I'm at... I'm at 19.55. Yeah, get confused by my first clap like an idiot. I've done that a few times where I'm like digging through or I'll see like a pop and just like, oh, that's the clap. And then I start syncing everything up without actually listening to it. And then it's actually somebody just going, ha. Just make it like a quick loud laugh, and I'm like, God damn it! Well, like, all lined Kevin's, up. like everyone's like, God, Kevin is so rude in this episode. He's just <laughs> interrupting John and Randall. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Talking over those guys the whole time. I'm always paranoid that I'm gonna do that. Like for like that, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna edit this part out and like forget that I did it or something. Like I was just listening to an episode the other day, and uh, not of one of ours, just some random podcast, and like the guy was like. Oh, he's like, oh, I got to run to the restroom real quick. And he's like, oh, yeah, no worries, man. I'll just trim it all out. <laughs> like, and I mean, it, it was just literally just silence after that. But like, they like literally just like, he like forgot to cut out that like moment of them being like, oh, whoops, hey, I got to go to the bathroom. And there's just like two minutes of silence. And whoops. I get it. You know, I could see it happening. But honestly, that that's too. a good bit, though. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Like, there's been a podcast it wasn't like a relatively like famous one, like the low post or something where like there was a couple of moments where he's like, all right, producer guy, you know, uh, I flubbed that up three, two, one. And he like starts talking again. Like that happened a couple of times on yeah. the podcast they published. I'm like, oh, boy. 
Yeah, I've definitely heard a few <laughs> podcasts too where I hear like they'll like kind of repeat the same line yeah. like two or three times yeah. in a row. And I'm like, oh, they clearly they did a reread there, but like just like mindlessly editing it, you know, just like, oh, yeah, okay. Boom, boom, boom. I mean, it's it would be very easy to do because you're like you're doing it. I, I I listen back pretty intently, kind of, but like you you do get to a point where you're you're kind of just doing it visually. Yeah, almost. You're like just I'm kind of just like listening but i'm really almost like looking for any of the like if someone's not talking and like there's right. a little spike i'm like okay what was that noise what what happened on that one and if it's if it's i don't edit out every little noise but if it's like okay clearly john's like not talking at all in this segment and there's like a bunch of random like ruffling Pops, around yeah. or whatever it's like i might as well edit it out if i can but mm-hmm. it's um, wild to think about like because i didn't really think of like visual like clues or whatever in like a waveform like being that big of a like help but it really is like it's like massive it actually drives me nuts like how much gets picked up when nothing like it just shows like the thin like nothing line yeah like there there have been times where i'm just like oh clearly john or randall or mead isn't saying anything here i'm just gonna like trim this whole section out and then like i'll i'll be like oh i'll wait until i get through the gap and then like there'll be like a bunch of like little like "Mm mm-hmm yeah Mm -hmm. and i'm like god damn it good thing i didn't trim that out not that it would like kill it or anything but it's just like yeah that helps the conversational flow so yeah i always make sure to like if i feel like there's going to be something like that i I, like make a trim at the front of where like i think i'm gonna cut and then like wait make sure i don't hear anything and then like okay cool i didn't hear anything like say anything then i can wipe that whole section or if i do then i can go okay i can wipe up until i hear that section but could you imagine mixing in the era of tape and just like, Dude, oh my I, God, they like taught us about it in a couple classes. And I'm like, who, why did anyone even invent how to do this? This is so <laughs> dumb. Like you literally have to like cut on like a perfect, yeah. like diagonal and like tape Brutal. it together. It's like, I can't believe they did like professional records like that. Yeah. You know, they were like, oh yeah. And they sounded it, good. It, like, and it's perfect. Yeah. It's like, it's insane, it man. So but wild. then again, there are times where I get, I mean, I'm just, again, it's just digital. So it's very easy to do, but like there are times where I'm just like, almost do like i'll be like i won't even zoom in at all i'll just kind of like that looks about right and i'll trim it and i'll just slide it over and yeah. it just like boom and it lines up perfect i'm like you gotta be kidding me that that worked like <sighs> how can you not even hear a seam like it's cr- like I, I can sometimes like like it'll be like mid word and i can have it like just line up in a way like where it's just like oh okay like I don't know how to explain it, but like I can have like the it's same word magic, like man. overlap and just like it just sounds like the same thing. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, That's wild. Yeah, audio is pretty nuts. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. Yeah, it's like the same. Like anytime when you see like those like oh like we poured rice on a table and then used a like bow to like show the waveforms and I'm like fuck that that is Ugh. that is magic bullshit right there wow. like sound does not move like th- those <laughs> waveforms that's yeah insane Ugh. and I, I really want to go to one of those uh I think they're called anechoic chambers oh you like are you familiar with those yeah. Randall no. They're like, uh, I think essentially what it is, it's like it's a room that has like virtually no like reverb in it. So it's like an anti echo chamber. Okay. Like, so like there's like essentially there's no reflection of sound off the walls. So like be a little creepy if the lights are out, but sure. Yeah. Well, apparently like if the lights are out, like you cannot 
tell like if you hear you'll hear a sound but you cannot tell what direction it's coming Ooh, not, from like not whatsoever really a big fan of that no, no. and okay. then you also apparently can like legitimately like hear and start almost like feeling like your like blood pumping through no. your body and like no. your organs moving no, and like you, you. you like hear them no it sounds it sounds kind of cool don't to me. want I don't it know. Don't want Dude, it. Even like just a significantly soundproofed room like makes me uncomfortable. I, like, that, that is a good point. Yeah, it does usually feel a little like stifling. I don't know how else to describe it. Yeah, but like especially like with your inner ear stuff where it's like you yeah. are supposed to hear sound coming from a specific direction because that orients you and yes like not it's like your balance and not being yeah. able to hear where something is coming from awareness is like of the danger worst yes. fucking thing yes like that just like is an anxiety <laughs> skyrocket for yes me. <laughs> i'd be cur- i would i guess i'd just be because yeah I'd, it, if it just happened to me out of the blue it would be a, oh. a fucking nightmare but i yeah, wonder how I it would feel if you're like okay i'm it. prepared and i'm it's just me and like my two friends or whatever you know yeah I'd, I'd be curious to see because it, it just sounds like a very it almost sounds like you can have like a, a half of an out of body experience sort of you know what I mean like yeah. not quite that level but like you can kind of like get a little bit of a feeling of like man this just feels like just out of this world almost or something yeah although I, I will say like when I was taking like sign language classes, like almost all of my professors were like, when people like would ask them, like be like, oh yeah, people ask me is like, oh, don't you wish you would hear like, and then their answer is like, no, it sounds like a fucking nightmare. Like you're just hearing things all the time. That sounds awful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, I've got noise. enough senses. I do not need to hear your nightmare noise all the time. <laughs> Yeah, or you just be like, wait, like I don't hear my blood pumping right now. What's, <laughs> oh what's, what's wrong? I can't, I can't f- hear the fluid flowing. Am I dying? Yeah, <laughs> for real. I'm already paranoid <laughs> enough as it is, man. I don't need any of that extra. Oh. All right, we ready to roll into another one here? Another yes, pursuing pixels podcast. All right, so we'll do mind scanners, mass builder, custom robo, spelunky, tropical freeze combo, and then. Elden Ring, or and feel free to do NBA if you no. want to talk NBA too. I'll just kind of toss it no, to you. I don't need to do that to wrap it up. <laughs> Randall, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna ask you so many questions on Elden Ring. I've been. Uh, I want to yeah. save it. Mm-hmm. There's this a reason why. Yes. Mm-hmm. Although I'm perfect, terrible. Perfect. I, preamble. Last last preamble is that I'm just terrible about remembering all the names of anything. So it's I don't know how useful my conversation skills are, but. Dude, I've been watching hey, so many same more way. videos. Like, yeah. I'm going nuts. That's it's, awesome. I'm, on Elden specifically? Yeah, or? on Elden Ring specifically. But, like, it, awesome, it's, it pours Heck, yeah. over into Dark Souls and other stuff. Yeah, yeah. But naturally. That's fun to get, like, in, I don't know, just to, like, have something like that to put on in the background. It was or just a Dark Souls even sale. Even in the background. So I, I went and I scooped three... Uh, game of the year edition and the original dark souls remastered on xbox because nice. i need my my purity of performance even though i already had it on switch so oh, we will, yeah now i have them all on xbox well now i have to check to see if there's on sale on the steam sale we're gonna we're gonna have to turn it into souls it for the cast man. <laughs> <laughs> all the, every off episode is just the souls conversation they are that's amazing full price no thank you oh that is a bummer. 
I definitely scooped those on Xbox. Uh, it wasn't even a week ago. It was probably only a handful of days ago, like three days, two days. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Sorry. Nice. We were going to record no. a podcast and then just no, kept we're good. We're words. good. No, I got really excited. Cool. Uh, I clicked on From <laughs> Software as a thing, but then it went to Bandai Namco without me knowing. And I was like, From Software did Klonoa? Oh, man. Oh, I got to get that. <laughs> Is there a physical of Klonoa uh, on Switch? I haven't found I think it yet. They're going to do. Wait, did that come? I, that didn't come out yet, did it? Came out today. Oh, shit. At least on Steam, I saw everybody going, oh, I fucking bought it. I caved and I bought it. Oh, um, wow. Unless they were like doing a pre-order or something. But I, I was under the impression it was coming out today. People have been for the last couple days. They've been like two more days. Klonoa. It's been like actually trending like every day on Twitter, which is kind of cool. Wouldn't expect Klonoa to be up there in the top ranks. Good shit, man. I'm pumped, man. Klonoa 2 dying to replay that it looks game. like it came out physically in japan so it would not surprise me if we get a release uh, maybe in and, europe too and for what it's worth we could always just import it because yeah region free baby i've got that okami japanese uh me too copy which i st- part of me i still every now and then i'm like if i'm gonna get rid of some of my games like do i keep that one do i get rid of it i'm probably never gonna play it again i'm probably never gonna finish it yeah i, know. I don't know my collector instincts are dwindling. Like I'm very much more just like I want to have stuff in my collection that like I'm going to still play and I stuff. Know. My switch collection is getting a little obnoxious at this point. That's, it's like yeah. I've, I've got a few duds in mind, but it's mostly thanks to Nintendo, man. <laughs> yeah. Fucking me up, fucking up my style. Yeah. All righty. I need to stop adding these fucking games to my wish list. my video freeze yeah i was like randall your video is freezing but like you're you're getting the nice little it does highlight <laughs> you every time you talk i, I thought you were yeah. just like very serious well, very know. serious well i had a di- maybe i had a different frozen it looked like you were just like really like excited like waiting oh. to see what we were gonna say next <laughs> like it looked like you were just like no like, yeah my, wow. my my frozen one was just randall being like <laughs> and i was like oh. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? What did I say? <sighs> okay, so mind scanners. Then I'll toss it to John. I need to fucking look up what mass is a acronym for. You never need to know. No, it is mechanical assault skeleton suit builder. <laughs> Sounds right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> gotta love gotta love that kind of stuff. <laughs> 